Blog Talk Radio. And I got the HD blues, and my life feels kind of rough. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Help for HD Live. Help for HD Live is brought to you by Help for HD International and is made possible by an education grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I am your host, Katie Jackson, and today our guest is 22-year-old Anna Lunsford, who is an NYA board member and recently the recipient of the HCSA Youth of the Year Award for her many efforts in the, with the HD community. So we are super excited to have her on the show today. Both um, Anna and I are uh, out in two different places, so you may hear some background noise on this uh, this episode. But we are going to try our hardest to to uh, to make sure that we we stay in quiet places. But um, so welcome <laughs> to the show, Anna. <laughs> Thank Anna, you. I'm super excited right. to be here. <laughs> yeah, we are excited to have you. Let's uh, jump right in and tell us a little bit about yourself and your connection to HD. Yeah. Um, so. We found out that HD was in our family when I was about six or so. Um, My grandpa was pretty sick most of his life with a lot of, like, cognitive and um, emotional changes. And he – I don't really remember him at all being, like, a normal grandpa. He could never, like, take me out to do anything. He was always, you know, being helped by my grandma, um, walking and eating and that sort of thing. So, um we found out he had HD probably a year or so before he passed away, and he passed away actually from a heart attack when he was 69. So we're not really sure, like, what his CAG repeat was or kind of what his symptoms would have looked like after that. But um, a year or two after he passed, my dad was the first of seven siblings, and he's kind of the middle-aged one um, to test positive and Um, I think I was about seven when that happened. So, um, you know, I haven't really had a life without HD in it. Um, And then slowly after that, his other siblings started showing symptoms um, or testing, testing positive. And as of now, five of the total seven are all positive or symptomatic or have already passed from HD. Um, So we have a pretty big family. There's a lot of cousins and second cousins and Um, just people affected that way. And then um, I was saying earlier, we, my parents got divorced when I was 10. Um, And so for a little while there, when my mom was still living with us, we went to a couple HDSA things like support groups in Michigan. Um, But then after that, when my mom moved out, we kind of um, just, you know, secluded into our own family and went to our family for support or didn't really talk about it. Like the thing I hear most often is people just not really talking about it when you're younger. Um, And then I was sort of reintroduced to the HD community when I was, um, I guess, a sophomore in college. Um, 
Maddie Ellison messaged me on Facebook about HDYO and told me that there was going to be a camp in D.C., so um, I was able to attend that for the first year that they hosted it, and that was just um, that was really the beginning of my journey with us all um, and kind of getting the confidence in the support group that I needed to be able to move forward with HD. Um, and then at camp is kind of when I first got the confidence, like I said, to start the testing process. Um, so with the help of Chandler Swope, I was able to find a center of excellence that would help me do testing anonymously. Um, and I started that process. Um, I guess I started like the interviews and the emails and everything in January of 2016. And then I started my actual appointments in May and got my results in June of 2016. Um, and I did test positive. So just over two, two years ago, I tested positive. Um, wow, and but how but how cool that Chandler you had Chandler and, and them to walk through with you, like the process and help you and um you know, I just think they're so great over there. So Yeah. And I didn't even realize that and they would help with that, but Yeah. Um so at camp, um, they had kind of talked about, like, the process of testing, but I had specifically reached out to Chandler because I knew I wanted to test anonymously. Um, I knew that if I got my results that year, I was only going to be 20. <laughs> um, so I didn't want to have that on my insurance or on my medical record yet, and I just wanted to kind of have the information for myself but not have it, um, you know, on my medical record or anything yet. So um, sure. she was able sure. to help me find different um, centers to reach out to and connect with to make sure that they offered what I needed. Um, and then kind of after that, I attended the HDSA convention in Baltimore, and that was my first national convention. Um, and that's obviously where I got involved with the NYA and everyone there was just super supportive. I actually got my results the day after the Baltimore convention, so that Monday right after um, and I just knew that I had, like, everyone behind me waiting to hear and supporting me through it. So the way it fell into place was kind of perfect, I think. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your uh, Dear HC campaign. Yeah. So um, I have been on um, the NYA board for, I guess, almost almost two years now. I basically begged for a position um, and so at our, um, our annual board retreat, basically the meeting that we go to in January to plan convention, um, we had talked a lot about focusing this year on relationships and kind of repairing relationships that may have been damaged because of HD or just being able to tell someone something that you never could before, um, and really focusing on you know, the positive things that you've gained from either having HD in your life or, or from the people that um, you've met through HD and that sort of thing. So um, we came up with this Dear HD campaign um, and kind of launched it in HD Awareness Month um, just to get people talking about, you know, you know, saying the hard things but focusing on the good things and being sure that the people you care about know you care about them and how you feel about them, but also um, – you know, recognizing the hard things that have come and appreciating the things that you've gained from Huntington. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them online, um, and I, I they they make me tear up to see this young person yeah. impacted, and and they're definitely 
they're definitely emotional, but I think they're a huge education piece too to see like um, about our families and what the struggles are, but also the good, like you're talking about, and and what what we find good about you know having this in our our lives as far as our community and the support we get. So no, it was a brilliant idea for sure. Um, yeah, and it's been it really, out really well. fun watching it. <laughs> I mean, not fun, but, you yeah. know, it's been really, it's been good for me to watch it, especially having children, your guys is coming into your guys's age uh, that are at risk. Um, it just is like, oh, look at this is kind of the way we can live with this too, you know? Um, right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's huge. Yeah. Well, tell us about your role with um, HD Cope. So what is HD Cope? And then tell us what recently you did with HD Cope. Yeah, um, so HD COPE is this new coalition between different, um, basically national organizations between the United States, Canada, and the European Union. Um, And they kind of all came together and decided that we needed to have real patients and real people that are a part of the HD community um, talking to major researchers and making sure that the trials that are coming up are really actually geared towards patients and are actually going to work and um, basically helping them design the best study to get the best results so that we know for sure if it's working or not. Um, So it's a new thing. (laughs) Um, I found out like last November that I was going to be going to London um, for the first annual training, basically. Um, and that happened in February of this year, so I found out just a few months ahead of time. Um, and it was about 20 of us. I think there was like three or four from Canada, six or so people from the U.S., and about 10 from different countries in Europe. Um, and we all represented kind of a different position in the HD world. So a lot of people from the U.S. were caregivers, um, either past or present, either for a partner or a child of their own. Um, there was just a couple of us that were younger. Um, so it was me and one other girl from Canada who were like under 30. <laughs> um, and just people all across the board coming together to kind of learn how research is done in the HD community and what the goals are and how we can be best educated to provide them the best resources that they need. So um, it was I think two days of kind of training and um, we actually met Dr. Ed Wild um, at his university and he gave a speech about all of the things that they've been doing. And then on our final day, we had a patient advisory board with um, Roche Pharmaceuticals who is doing the big Ionis trial, uh, hopefully at the end of this year, early next year. So um, the 20 of us met with, I think it was like 30 or 40 Roche representatives, which is crazy. Um, And they just kind of broke us up into small groups, and we were able to talk to them about details of the trial and what they're hoping to get um, and what we're hoping to get from it and making sure that all of us are kind of included in their plan. Yeah, they're they're awesome over there. I actually um, just went to Genentech, which a lot of people don't know that. We'll do a radio show at some point and explain that. But Genentech is the U.S. Yeah. Uh, company of Roche. And um, I'm really lucky because it's, it's 40 minutes away from my house where the drug will be manufactured if it goes through, which is super cool for me to be able to go to there yeah. and talk to their board of directors and stuff. And my dad actually works for Genentech. So um, and my brother, okay. so we're we're a big Genentech family, and we're we're excited uh, to watch. When I found out 
that Rochebot Ionis. Uh, that you know, I was so excited because I'm just uh, so close to the company, so it's exciting. Um, so tell us about convention and winning the HCSA Youth of the Year award. How did that make you feel? And, and tell us about it. Um, it was. I mean, I'm still not really sure that it happened. <laughs> Um, I just got my award in the mail like two days ago and it just like brought the whole thing back. Um, it was super overwhelming, something I wasn't expecting really at all. Um, convention itself was just really incredible. I think this year it was really great with how many people were there. Um, and I think our tracks for the NYA were good and it was just seemed really like an uplifting convention to go to. Um, and, See, my last two conventions, I went by myself, basically, but this year, my boyfriend and my mom were able to come, um, so I was just, like, just overwhelmed with emotion having them there and being able to, you know, receive that award with my biggest fighters behind me, there with me, um, not something I was expecting at all. Like I said, I remember uh, texting some of the people on the NYA board and being like, I'm going to nominate this person and this person. And they were just like kind of quiet. And looking back now, I realized that was because they were all nominating me. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I was just super yeah. overwhelmed. I've never had that many people, you know, trying to hug me and congratulate me all at the same time. That's awesome. I love it. Well, um, well, congratulations. And so let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about uh, what you are doing in the future. Anything big coming up? Um, there's a couple things. Um, so actually, HD Cope, the U.S. team, is meeting in Boston in early September um, with, I think it's Unicure, um, to talk about some of the trials that they have coming. Um, so I'm super excited to have another opportunity to meet with them. And then I am attempting to train for the Chicago Marathon for HDSA's team. So um, I'm a charity runner for HDSA, and I am not a runner at all. I played, like, sprint sports, like hockey and lacrosse, and so we never ran more than a mile in my life, basically. <laughs> um, but it just seemed like the next big thing that I should be doing, so I signed up for the Chicago Marathon. <laughs> That's crazy. I literally, I, I have so much respect for people that can do long distance runs. So I, my hats are, off, my hat is off to you. I don't think I could, <laughs> I could pull it off, but I, I can imagine the training yeah. is, is incredibly intense, but you know, at the end of it, what a huge accomplishment that will, you know, that is. So, so yeah. well, we will. Uh, I'm super yeah. excited. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Well, we will we will keep our eye on it and watch you and be cheering you <laughs> on from a distance, and yeah. um, for sure. <laughs> and so, yeah. And do you have any final thoughts? We're gonna kind of wrap up the show, uh, but do you have any final thoughts for listeners out there, especially maybe a, a young listener impacted by HD? <laughs> um, I mean, not specifically. I just think it's super important to reach out when you need it. Um, don't be afraid to say mm -hmm. something because most likely someone in the HD community is going through the same thing. And I mm -hmm. wish that I had found, found this community a lot earlier than I did. Um, so just don't be afraid to talk about what you're going through and asking for help when you need it. Yeah. Well, 
congratulations, Anna, on all your accomplishments recently, and thank you for being a strong advocate uh, for our community. Um, I always look at especially the young advocates. So you guys are awesome. You're the next generation. You're going to change this whole game. So we are lucky to have amazing people like you out there doing it. All right. So thank, thank you so, so much. much. All right. And um, just to wrap you guys up, a little bit of news. We had our golf tournament today in Iowa, which is really exciting. I will we, next radio show catch you up on how they did. Um, so that was really uh, a cool thing. All the money from that event will be going to the University of Iowa. Um, and then we have Puerto Rico coming up in a couple weeks. We are going to be doing a patient education day and also a education day at the University of Puerto Rico. We are very excited to have partnered with the Foundation of Huntington Puerto Rico on this event. I've been wanting to do an event with these girls for years, so it's the time is actually here, so we are excited. Uh, in a couple days to jump on an airplane and and go do that side-by-side with them. As far as the radio show goes, next week we have Stacy on, um, uh, and she is going to talk about aging out of NYA, so that should be a very interesting show. On the 25th, we have Amy Rose on, and she's a speech therapist. She's going to talk to us about speech therapy, and um, she actually has work with patients with HD, so it will be a very good show for um, anyone that wants to come on and listen to that. So until next week, uh, same time, same place. Everyone have a safe week and talk to you at 1 o'clock Wednesday next week. Bye.